Hello, welcome to the show. Now, Solid State Logic has announced the latest feature release for their System T broadcast platform. Now, core to the release is support of the next generation of T1 and T2 Tempest audio engines. Yeah, these compact engines provide a flexible model for managing production capacity, allowing users to expand their processing requirements with the addition of new software processing licenses. And with the inclusion of an agile pay-as-you-go model, users can increase their product capability for user-defined project periods, such as large one-off sporting or news events. So we'd like to welcome back to the show Tom Knowles from SSL to tell us a bit more. Hi, Tom. Welcome right, back. So can you give us a quick overview of System T and explain what, kind of why SSL have released a new processing engine for it? So, so System T kind of as it, as it stands is a, uh, a set of building blocks from an audio console. So there's the, the, the processing engines, which we'll come back and talk more about, but there's also the control surfaces. So there's an S500, a large uh, kind of flexible uh, modular control surface, a, a fly pack version of that, an S500M for mobile, a smaller surface called S300, um, and then also a TCR, which is a, a rack mount processor. So you can build like a headless, headless console um, and they're all tied together with a range of network I.O. products, and that's what makes System T. It's the kind of the processing engines, the control surfaces, yeah. and the I.O. Um, and as, cool. as you've said, yeah, there's some, some new processing engines. And can you, do, yeah, can you just go on to explain the reasoning behind the release of those engines, Tom? Yeah, so we looked at the, the old processing engines, the T25 and the T80, um, and we kind of in terms of the processing capacity of, of computing, obviously things have moved on since we, we announced those and launched those kind of five years ago. Um, and we were then able to build processing engines of the same capacity in a much smaller form factor. So they're, they're one and two U, um, so they're much lighter weight, they use less power, so they're a lot greener, um, they're easier to ship around, um, and they're kind of, yeah, they provide the same same processing capacity as, as the previous generation engines, but in a smaller form factor. Um, in doing that, we've also introduced, as you said, a, a licensing model to have a flexible range of processing packs um, that can be upgraded or even even rented for a pay-as-you-go type model. Okay, so can you give us any more um, any more information on what constitute this processing pack, and, and and I guess go into maybe a little bit more detail about how the licensing structure works. Yeah, a, a processing pack is essentially the the total number of monocolant paths that the processing engine can use. So you can see that the the largest processing pack is pack five, and that's eight hundred paths. Pack two is two hundred and fifty six mm. paths, and there are they they match what the previous engines were, um, but there are some intermediate scales. So that then pack one, and then pack uh, pack three and four. So you can choose the processing pack kind of to suit your requirements and you don't necessarily have to buy the hardware kind of as a much larger scale so you can buy a tempest engine two and, and run a smaller pack on it um, you'll notice that you can run pack one and two on t1 on the smaller engine um, but you can run any of the five packs on t2 so you can kind of buy, right. buy the larger engine uh, you could run a lower capacity pack say say pack one or pack two say 256 paths and then there's the opportunity to very easily upgrade. So uh, update that license and just get a new software license. And that could be up, up to 600 paths or 800 paths um, as a perpetual thing. Or alternatively, what, what we're doing is you can rent that license. So you might have 
a kind of a show where you need more processing and you could rent a license for two or three weeks to, to cover that event. Um, it kind of lets you a better utilization of your, your capital expenditure um, and shifts more pay as you go. And what types of facilities do you think are really going to benefit from the new processing packs? And I, I guess also what scenarios are they going to be most likely be used in? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of different people have talked to us about this and there's been quite a, a big move just, just in the broadcast market in general to this kind of pay-as-you-go type model. Um, I think there's a lot of interest from commercial broadcasters where they can kind of shift where they're, they're spending the money, obviously shift from CapEx to OpEx. I think in kind of broadcast mm. service providers, so the more the model where they're buying the equipment and then they're kind of yeah. doing events, that makes that's very clear. They can go and do the big one-off events, big award shows, big sporting events. Obviously, that that model works really well. Um, and so, yeah, just just all of those type of things. And then I guess especially as as people build more centralized hub broadcast hubs and kind of we talked last time about the remote production aspect and kind of dialing into centralized hubs and do, doing productions that way then that works really well because you might just have um the, the lower pack license and using that for kind of smaller shows but then someone wants to use that hub for a mm. large event and you can add the license for that for that week and and there you go yeah, it's been a trend for a long time, hasn't it? Sort of efficiencies and scalability. So, is this is this uh, new version of System T? Uh, is, have you had interest from a wider audience now? Yeah. So, I kind of it gives those interim steps. I think if before there were the two blocks, two hundred fifty six yeah. and eight hundred. So this fills fills some of that in the middle. It also um, brings it kind of down a tier. So there's a lower entry point. Um, it's useful to remember that you can kind of a la carte, if you like, you can pick any engine and any processing pack with any size surface. So there's the scaling of the surfaces, be it hardware or the software. Mm. There's the scaling of mm. the, um, the engines themselves, so the, the larger engine or the smaller engine or the different software packs. And then the I.O. is fully scalable because that's all, all on a network. So, Tom, I mean, there's clear advantages to scaling, um, but it, I guess also scaling does present mm. a lot of potential risks, especially in a live to air environment. What are you doing um, to try and mitigate any of those risks? Yeah, so uh, that is something we thought about, the, the kind of concept of your DSP capacity being license-based and then that license expiring and you having less DSP than you realise is, it, it is a frightening one, as you, as you say. So we put... Um, a lot of kind of alerts and warnings. So it kind of tells you that licenses are due to expire. It gives you a countdown, so to speak. It makes it very clear what's going on with the license. So that's what one of the kind of features we've added to manage that. Um, there's also uh, what we're doing is building like a, a licensing platform where we can deliver and manage licenses to clients. So it's much easier for clients to retrieve licenses and go and add them to their consoles and kind of work like that. That's also part of it. Um, and it need, needs to be. Um, mm. And then there are features on the console which help with these sort of scenarios as well. So we've always always had something called compatibility mode. And what that will do is it will allow you to load a show file on a large engine or now a large processing pack that what sorry that was built on a large engine or a large processing pack and load that on a smaller one. So so you can load the show file. The show file is completely intact. You don't have any panic of, oh, I need to rebuild my show file from scratch. Um, but you can choose 
the the channels and the buses and the effects rack modules that are not being used on that lower capacity engine. So it means you can you're never left with a show file that can't be used on the the hardware you have, mm. whatever surface or whatever engine you have, the show file will always work, and you can pick and choose which bits are not being used. And are we delivering now? Is it is this all available, or is this uh, the, coming soon? The engine, yeah, the engine starts shipping in August, so so very soon, really. So essentially, yeah, cool, it's coming very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and tied with that is a V three point one software release, um, and that include includes some other features as well. But the engines is what I want to talk to you about today. Brilliant. Cool. Thank you very much, Tom. It's always good to catch up. And of course, to find out more, just go to solidstatelogic.com. Thanks to Tom, and also thanks, thanks to Media Proxy for their support of Kit Plus TV, and we'll see you next time.